Radio Rounds, the podcast series from St. Louis Children's Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. Stroke in children tend to have different causes than in adults. However, while strokes in children can be devastating, children appear to have better ability to heal because of the greater flexibility and plasticity of their nervous system and brain. My guest today is Dr. Christian Williams. She's a Washington University pediatric neurologist and intensivist at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Dr. Williams has disclosed that she will be discussing off-label use of therapeutics for the acute management of stroke in today's podcast. Welcome to the show, Dr. Williams. What is pediatric stroke? Thank you, Melody. Um, Pediatric stroke is a disease caused by a lack of blood flow uh, to a part of the brain. Um, We think of this as two different reasons why this can happen. Uh, Commonly, it's from an ischemic stroke or when there's a blood clot and stoppage of blood flow to the brain, um, but also can include hemorrhagic stroke uh, when a blood vessel breaks and there's leakage of blood um, out of the blood vessel into the surrounding tissue and it doesn't get to its intended uh, tissue downstream. Um, When we think about pediatric stroke, we really think about it also divided up by age group as well. So there can be perinatal or neonatal stroke, and this is when the stroke occurs anytime before the baby's born up until the first month of life. And then childhood stroke, which includes anyone who's a month old or older, up to 18 years of age. Is there any warning sign, Dr. Williams? Is there anything that would alert the obstetrician gynecologist and or in the case of childhood stroke would alert the pediatrician? Sure. Um, That commonly children who have a neonatal or perinatal stroke um, are not moving both sides equally as well. Uh, after they're born. Uh, sometimes the children can have seizures um, right at stroke, on, stroke onset, and this can occur in either the neonatal or the childhood strokes as well. Um, for a neonatal stroke, the other thing that often clues us in is when a child shows early hand preference. Um, so hand preference, being right-handed or left-handed, typically shouldn't develop until somewhere between two to three years of age. Um, so if a child is clearly right-handed or left-handed before their first birthday, that's something that would warrant further workup and investigation. For childhood stroke, um, we look at the same signs and symptoms as adults. Uh, This is commonly put together by the acronym FAST. So F for facial droop, A for arm weakness, S for speaking difficulty, and T, time to call 911. This can be somewhat complicated in children because sometimes it can also be accompanied accompanied by a seizure, uh, as I mentioned earlier, and sometimes can also have a headache uh, in addition to the stroke symptoms. So let's start with diagnosis of neonatal stroke. How is that made? What are the clinical indications for even making that diagnosis? Um, It's most commonly made by imaging, uh, most often by an MRI. Um, And in the case of neonatal stroke, um, that we either sometimes we're able to catch the acute stroke if it's happened shortly after birth, um, but sometimes e- even months later we can have the imaging, um, which shows that there is um, the encephalomalacia or um, the evidence that the brain tissue has uh, died and been reabsorbed uh, in a clear vascular territory. Um, that that's a sign of a chronic stroke, and the child's been previously well, and we don't know exactly when it occurred. And what about in childhood stroke? You mentioned the moniker FAST. If this is noticed by a pediatrician or by the parents, 
and they get to the emergency room. Is the treatment similar to an adult? What what happens there? Sure. Um, that at pediatric stroke specialty centers, um, such as St. Louis Children's Hospital, but other children's hospitals around the country um, that have dedicated stroke teams, then we can offer treatment uh, to some children similarly to adults. Um, specifically, the two types of treatment are one is TPA or the clot-busting medication. Um, what's important about this is it's only effective if it's administered within the first four and a half hours after the symptoms occurred, um, and so really requires a rapid diagnosis uh, in order to be available. Um, and then the other therapy is uh, mechanical thrombectomy or clot retrieval. Um, this one has a slightly longer window, uh, but still is very important to time-sensitive uh, for removal of the clot. Um, we actually had our uh, first case last month where we were able to successfully remove a clot from a teenager's brain uh, a few hours after he had sudden weakness on one side and difficulty talking, um, and were able to restore the blood flow, and thankfully he had rapid improvement of his symptoms uh, afterwards and is doing much better today. In adults, we hear about prevention and things that you can do, lifestyle modification. But what about for children, Dr. Williams? Is there anything that you'd like pediatricians to be aware of or even parents when they're hearing this and saying, well, is there anything I can do? Mm-hmm. Um, you're right in that the causes of pediatric stroke are different than adults. Um, so children who have strokes haven't had years of smoking, high blood pressure, and all the things that we commonly think of with adult strokes. Um, We're still learning a lot about what causes stroke in children, um, particularly those who don't have clearly identifiable risk factors, such as congenital heart disease or sickle cell disease, um, which are two populations known to be at a high risk. Um, But interestingly, we're finding that infection is likely playing some role uh, in the idiopathic childhood strokes. There was a recent study that was specifically looking at the role of infection in childhood ischemic strokes um, and looked at children who were diagnosed in the hospital with an acute ischemic stroke and also looked at two types of control populations. Um, One was trauma patients also admitted to the hospital, um, as well as children who were coming to the pediatric neurologist or an outpatient clinic Uh, just for a routine routine visit, such as follow-up on a headache diagnosis, um, with the goal of trying to see that because we know that infections are common in children, um, was there any reason that the stroke population was different? Uh, And what was interesting was two things from that study, Uh, one being that the children who had strokes uh, were more likely to have um, infectious symptoms and upper respiratory tract symptoms Uh, in the two to three weeks preceding their stroke diagnosis, um, as well as to have uh, antibodies specifically for the herpes complex viruses um, in their blood compared to the other children. Um, And also, very interestingly, was that the children who had strokes were much less likely than the other children to be fully vaccinated. Uh, And so we don't know exactly what that direct relationship is, um, but it does look like vaccines, um, just the routine scheduled childhood vaccinations may be protective for childhood stroke. In summary, doctor, what would you like other pediatricians to know about pediatric stroke and when to refer to a specialist? Sure. 
um, that stroke does occur in children, um, and it is important to refer immediately, uh, and in fact, call 911 if a child is having acute symptoms of facial weakness, arm weakness, or speaking difficulties, uh, as time is brain, and rapid diagnosis and assessment may offer the possibility uh, for treatment. Um, but if they're seeing a patient who they either think had a neonatal stroke um, or may even have stroke risk factors such as abnormal vascular um, vascular abnormalities in the brain um, or congenital heart disease or other things that they think put them at risk for stroke, um, that that would also be an appropriate referral to a pediatric stroke clinic uh, to discuss risk factors and possible modifications. And what can a referring physician expect from the stroke team at St. Louis Children's Hospital? When a child arrives at St. Louis Children's Hospital, um, they will be with concern for stroke or with high stroke risk factors. Uh, they will be uh, rapidly assessed and diagnosed and work to either diagnose the stroke or whatever is underlying their acute symptoms um, and offered specialized multidisciplinary care. Thank you so much for being with us today. A physician can refer a patient by calling Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, you can go to stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.